even though I started this podcast as a project and now it's a media company where where we're working with other Latinas to amplify their voice. From the very beginning, even though it started as a project, I have given it the quality and the professionalism that it deserves, that we deserve. Because no longer are we accepting breadcrumbs. No longer are we accepting those breadcrumbs when it comes to sharing our stories, to sharing our voices and experiences, and to providing positive representation of our comunidad. And now I know that I want to be a sustainably and socially responsible platform, podcast, and business. Welcome to Ellas, a podcast where we amplify the empowering voices and inspiring journeys of trailblazing Latinas who are living their professional dreams, creating a positive impact in our comunidades, and opening the doors for the next Latinx generation. I'm your host, Brenda Hernandez Jaimes, podcast manager, founder of Ellas Media, and storyteller at heart. I elevate the diverse voices of talented Latinas to inspire you to continue paving your path as a Latina creative, professional, creator, or business owner. Join me every two weeks as we share vulnerable, honest, and empathetic conversations so you can amplify your voice while pursuing your definition of success, while making a positive change. This is Say Yes. Hola, welcome back to Ellas. I'm your host, Brenda Hernandez Jaimes, and muchísimas gracias for joining us in this third year anniversary episode of Ellas. Thank you for being part of our journey of amplifying, empowering Latina voices who are living their professional dreams, opening the doors for the next Latinx generation, and creating a positive impact in our comunidades. It's been three years of this wonderful work of inspiring you, of sharing our voices, of investing in our comunidad and our stories, and making waves. And this recognition that we are everywhere in every industry and creating beautiful, wonderful work, pulling other Latinos to be part of this amazing change. And I just want to say muchísimas gracias. Muchísimas gracias for listening to every conversation. Muchísimas gracias for sharing every conversation with your amigas family, and colleagues. Because as you know, word of mouth is the best form of marketing to share a podcast. So muchísimas gracias. And most of all, muchísimas gracias for trusting in me. Muchísimas gracias to my guests and to you allowing me to share your voice, to being honest with me in every conversation. And gracias for allowing me to grow Gracias for supporting this beautiful podcast that is also not just a podcast. We are also a podcast production company now. I remember back for the previous anniversary episodes, for the first year anniversary episode, I shared how I wanted this to be bigger. And I wanted this to be a media company, but I didn't know how to make it one. And when the second year anniversary came along, I already knew 
what I was going to do. It was just a matter of time. And I'm happy to share that after recording the second year anniversary episode, a couple months later, we founded Aegis Media and of August 2021. And since then, I've been so fortunate and grateful to work with amazing Latinas to amplify their voice through their podcasts, helping them start and launch their podcast or grow their already existing podcast. And having the trust from you has been amazing and life-changing because just to name a couple of Latinas who I've worked with, Lian Alfaro, a previous guest who was part of our comunidad. I worked with her on Moneda Moves. I worked with Lucy King to start and launch her podcast, Say Hola Well. And most recently, I'm working with Melba Tellez to start, launch, and produce her podcast, Mujeres on the Rise. And I'm on the fourth episode, actually. I share a little bit of my journey there as well with Ellas and Ellas Media. And we also opened our store at aliasmedia.com slash store. We have our first digital product, our podcast launch worksheets to help you start and launch your podcast. And it's just been amazing. And to celebrate our third year anniversary, I'm currently offering a promo code for our podcast launch worksheets. If you go to the link in our show notes, or the episode description, or go to alias-media.com slash store and enter the promo code aliaspodcast30. That's aliaspodcast30. You're going to get your launch worksheets at $30 in honor to celebrate our third year anniversary. And just to know how in every anniversary episode, I was sharing with you how I wanted to grow this and make it bigger and but it all stayed the same with the mission of amplifying our voices. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy that with your support, the support of our listeners, of our comunidad, of our guests, we've been able to do this. And I'm especially proud of myself for believing in this important work and believing in myself and my skills and going after this important work. Because throughout this experience and journey of amplifying our stories and voices, I've learned so many amazing lessons. And especially now with a third year anniversary, I've learned from you and my guests that advocating for myself is essential, especially as a business owner. And it doesn't matter if you're not a business owner. I truly believe that advocating for yourself is vital. And as Latinas, I know it's hard, but it's necessary. And with every conversation and through therapy, I've been able to fully step into my voice and advocate for myself because, yes, it's important to advocate for others, but you can't forget about yourself. You have to speak up when something is wrong, when something isn't right, and especially when it comes to your growth both on a personal and professional level. And while I was planning for this anniversary episode, I realized that I needed to share the most recent experience with you. 
of this lesson that I learned and that I was able to apply it on this recent experience. As you know, I'm currently working full-time in Aegis Media and growing our podcast production company and working with Latinas to produce, start, and manage their podcast. And as of now, I've decided to look for a job working from home because there are going to be some big changes in my life. And in order to cover those changes, those upcoming costs, I need to start working. And that's something that is perfectly fine. That's a topic that we've discussed here on the podcast most recently with Dalia Ku and Josie Melendez, that it's perfectly okay to have a job to supplement while you're growing either your illustration portfolio or growing as a film critic or growing your business. But before coming to this decision, I was approached with a job opportunity late last year. And the way I came across this opportunity for a podcast manager role, it was because my name was shared by you, our comunidad. I was tagged and Aegis Media was tagged for this opportunity for to become the podcast manager for this pretty big financial platform that prides themselves and I'm doing air quotes here prides themselves in advocating for women and women of color to be financially independent and I say this in air quotes because it's all bullshit and hypocrisy unfortunately and I think it's important that I'm honest with you as honest as I can be and to share this because when you're looking for job opportunities to also grow and uplevel your skills or to also grow your business and have something stable, we sometimes tend to be blinded by the prestige that this company, platform, business has. And we can be blinded sometimes by that their mission is at the expense of their employees, contractors. And we sometimes may jump at the opportunity of saying yes, right? And I'm sharing this experience because it's time to not allow this. It's time to say no and to advocate for ourselves and not allow these business companies, platforms, to take advantage of us for decades our voices our comunidad have been underinvested and excluded especially for this platform who prides themselves in telling their audience that they should ask for more when it comes to salary negotiations and giving tips on becoming financially independent and then they turn around and telling their and well in my case the contractor that shouldn't be the case is actually very worrying and it's very troubling and I knew that I needed to share this with you I knew that this was not only a lesson that I needed to learn but a lesson that you should also learn because this is necessary when we're paving our path 
and when we want to open the doors and create this transparency, right? And also create a better life and career path for the next generation. So this opportunity was presented in my journey. I've discovered it through our comunidad. Again, it was beautiful because they trust me to say my name. So I applied for this podcast manager role. I read through the job description. The job responsibilities looked amazing. I was like, yes, I, I know how to do this. And the salary was, you know, a little bit under market value, especially with my experience and background and expertise. I was like, oh, I, I know I can ask for more. And this platform is all about negotiating and asking for more. So I applied. The interview process was amazing to the point that they even changed the role to adapt and lean into my strengths of storytelling, which was very reaffirming. And I even told my boyfriend, hey, this has been one of the best interview process that I've had in my career. And to have the role being changed to lean into my strengths is just amazing. And all throughout this, I was very confident, very, very confident in myself. I knew that I was going to get this job, and which I did. I was offered the role to become their podcast manager. And all throughout this, the reason why I applied was because it aligned with my values as a person. They're about educating and informing women, women who have been historically excluded to advocate for themselves. And my current values and mission is to amplify the voices of underinvested and historically excluded communities. I'm currently doing that through AES and AES Media. And I knew with this role, I was going to work more in depth in this mission and in these values and being part of the change and expanding on the work that I already do, which is creating these honest and vulnerable conversations. I felt good about it. I was like, okay, I'm going to apply and they align with my values. It's a big platform. I was aware of the exposure I could possibly, I would get. And I knew that by working with this platform and knowing the budget that they have, I was looking forward to up-leveling and growing my skills. And the whole interview process was amazing, but there was this tiny little voice inside of me that it didn't feel right. And I even shared it to my boyfriend. And (laughs) it was... At the time, I thought it was very superficial of me. The tiny little voice told me, this doesn't feel right. I felt very uneasy and I felt uneasy in their way of marketing things. Of marketing in a very specific way and having a certain individual be part of their marketing. I just thought it felt weird and I shared it to my boyfriend and I even like convinced myself saying, you know, It's okay. It's all right. And then I listened to their last episode of their podcast and I was just like, hmm, this is my voice was getting a little bit louder. And like, this is just weird. It's very weird, you know, if they're talking about being feminist and and they're talking about these individuals who have been accused of awful things, it's I don't think it's right. But thought Hmm, maybe these are superficial reasons to not apply. And 
I applied, you know, I, uh, as I said, the interview process was amazing. And to the point, you know, they changed their role and I got offered the role. They sent the contract. And when I was reading through the contract, that is when the voice got loud and I couldn't turn off that little voice. It no longer was a little voice. It was loud and it was yelling at me. <laughs> and alarms were going off in my head because they were wanting to hire me as a full-time contractor. However, they wanted me to work as a contractor, but with full-time hours and possibly work more than 40 hours with no mentions if I would even get paid for those overtime hours. So that was red flag number one. The next red flag was I was going to be a contractor that was going to work more than 40 hours, but with zero benefits, which entailed no health insurance, no 401k, nada, nadita. And as I mentioned before, the salary was being underpaid for a podcast manager, especially with my experience and my skills. And to continue with these red flags of the independent contractor agreement, I wouldn't be able to say I was part of part of the company. I wouldn't be recognized as an employee, but they would still own all the IP. And as a contractor, if you're a contractor, you know that you have to read that part. You know, you have to be very careful because as a contractor, you still want to own the systems and processes of how you do your job because it doesn't matter if you're starting in this job, you know that you're not going to be working there for the rest of your life, maybe two, three years, and then you find a new opportunity or during that time as a contractor, you're working for different clients, which reminds me of another red flag in the agreement. It said, they had exclusivity rights, meaning I could not work with any other client. So that was a big red flag. As a contractor, you have the right to work with multiple clients. And going back to the IP, of course, when you're working with a client, the content that you create for them, the episodes that you edit for them, the assets that you create for them, of course, that content is owned by them. But the systems and processes has to be owned by you, the contractor. So it's very important as a contractor, as someone who has their business, who is working with multiple clients, that you still own and retain the rights to the systems and processes of how you do your job and how you do your work. By not having that ownership was alarming because. That would have been detrimental to the growth of AES Media, to my professional growth. In the long run, and not actually in the long run, but possibly you know, in a few couple of months, or for any future opportunity that came across my path. To continue with these red flags, there was also the possibility of not being paid on time, maybe two months after I sent my invoice. And it was just red flag after red flag after red flag. So reading through this contract, I wanted to make sure that I maybe might be wrong. You know, I'm not a lawyer. I don't have legal expertise or anything. But I knew 
certain things. I've worked for many years, so I, I knew something was off. So I consulted with my friends. I wanted a second opinion, multiple opinions. And I even consulted with my boyfriend who has experience in being a contractor. And, and I was reassured that, yes, something was very fishy, that this contract was not great. And I even went even more, a couple steps forward in consulting with my lawyer, my lawyer who helped me file for my LLC for AES Media. And I know that comes from a very privileged place. In that moment, I prefer to pay $200 in order to avoid the cost of maybe potentially being sued or, or losing money in the long run. And plus, like I said, I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't have experience in this. So I prefer to also have a legal counsel to advise me in this. And I sent the contract, explained the situation, and mentioned the red flags that I had caught. And I was correct. She said that this agreement was not a great one for a contractor and that she was worried that this was breaking labor laws in California. And it broke my heart. It broke my heart to know that this business who advocates for women and women of color to be financially independent was doing it at the expense of possibly their employees, for sure, for this contractor role. And it made me disappointed. However, I, as a person that I am, I thought maybe, you know, they sent the wrong contract. And I emailed back and I had, I had a lot of questions. So I was very confused. I at first thought there was a full, this was a full-time job. And I had, you know, multiple questions that I sent. And the response that I had was just, it deepened my disappointment. It was very rude. It insinuated that I had applied without reading the full job description and going as far as saying that I shouldn't accept this job that would not further me professionally nor financially. When that happened, I actually should have said, you know, thank you. No, thank you. That was also a big red flag. And... And I thank them for answering my questions and reassured them that I did want this role. And thankfully, my lawyer updated the contract and, and she made a couple of changes of that I would have control of my hours, that I would be paid on time, that the systems and processes of how I manage, produce, and grow a podcast would be owned by me as well having the liberty to work with other clients, not just them. Plus, I negotiated for more. And I got a no from the number that I requested. And the reason why I asked for more salary was because I know my worth. I have more than five years of experience in podcast management. My expertise, knowledge, I've gained them over the years and the salary that they were offering was under market value simple as that in AES we talk about negotiating asking for what you deserve knowing your worth and I was applying those same lessons that we talk about here in every episode in every conversation in real life plus I felt confident in negotiating for my salary because the founder tells women and women of color that they should, especially women of color, to always ask for more. 
because companies are lowballing you and they want you to negotiate. And I was confident in asking for that number because, hey, this is coming from a company that is telling their audience to ask for more, to be financially independent, especially as a Latina who's, we are underpaid in this country. And they didn't exactly say no on negotiating, but they said no on the number that I gave. And I felt pretty confident that it would turn around and, you know, they would accept the updated contract, that we would come an agreement for the salary. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And they pulled their offer. And the reason why is because they didn't want me to be working with other clients. And as you all very well know, my clients are Latinas. So they didn't want me to work with other financial podcasts hosted by Latinas for speaking directly to our comunidad, informing our comunidad, and educating our comunidad about finances and talking about specific problems that are very exclusive, unfortunately, to our Latinx community. And I was livid because this went completely against my personal values and what I stand for. I amplify the stories and voices of my comunidad, of our Latinx community that started with ellas. I amplify empowering Latina voices. Ellas Media, we amplify empowering Latina voices through podcasting. I was not going to betray myself, betray my values, and betray my comunidad by telling my clients, Oye, fíjate que, well, we can't work together because, um, and I'll say it, and I honestly give zero fucks. As you know, this is my podcast, and I can curse. I was not going to say, Fíjate que we can't work together anymore because this white creator is going to pay me more than you are. No, for me, it's not about the money. For me, it has always been about supporting and amplifying and creating a safe space to elevate our voices. Because as a Latina who was born and raised in the U.S. and seeing the lack of representation in traditional media about our voices and stories and seeing the stereotypical stories that were not even reflecting our reality and then working in traditional media not being able to create an impactful change and that's why i created AES. that's why i founded AES media because i wanted to create a bigger change to actually create something meaningful and a path that was going to help us amplify our voices no this job besides the red flags, went completely against my values and the values of mi comunidad, of advocating for our voices and advocating for myself. No, I would not betray myself and our comunidad like that. Maybe it was a, definitely a blessing in disguise. And now that I look back, it most definitely was a blessing in disguise. But at that time... I was mad. I was angry because 
how did this company who prides themselves in telling women that they should always advocate for themselves, that they should be financially independent by asking for more and to fight the patriarchy. And we all know that the patriarchy is the result of white supremacy. So if your job, if your platform or company is not working to tear down white supremacy, then your work, your business, your platform, it's all BS. This company right here is BS. They're not fighting patriarchy. <laughs> They're benefiting from their white privilege and telling a podcast manager who was Latina, myself, to not work with other Latinas who are educating us and inform us about the financial problems that our comunidad faces in this country, which again is a result of white supremacy. So no, I was not going to betray my values, mi comunidad, for this job. And as you all know, there is a lack of representation in podcasting. Our voices, Latina voices, are the least represented in this medium. So for me to not work with Latinas who are leaders in the financial space so they can continue informing us, educating us about finance was, was going to be me creating a wall in their path to share their voice and in a way be a barrier to providing us representation in this medium, providing representation to our Latina comunidad. And I'll be talking about this more in depth in the next episode, a bonus episode I'm working on with amazing women podcasters, hashtag claim pod parity. And I'll go more in depth in that next episode. But how can I say that I'm amplifying Latina voices and then be a barrier to them by working with this? platform. No, I I couldn't. I could not do that. I remember telling my boyfriend and friends I would have first died than be part of the problem. So I decided to advocate for myself and decided to advocate for my comunidad and not take this role. It would have gone against who I am. It would have gone against my values and the important work that we're doing here on AGES, the podcast, and AGES Media. And now that I'm looking back, it is definitely a blessing in disguise. It most definitely is because even though I started this podcast as a project, and now it's a media company where, I'm, where we're working with other Latinas to amplify their voice. From the very beginning, even though it started as a project, I have given it the quality and the professionalism that it deserves, that we deserve. Because no longer are we accepting breadcrumbs. No longer are we accepting those breadcrumbs when it comes to sharing our stories, to sharing our voices and experiences, and to providing positive representation of our comunidad. 
And now I know that I want to be a sustainably and socially responsible platform, podcast, and business. And this experience not only taught me and reaffirmed me to advocate for myself and ask for what I deserve and speak up when something was wrong, when this contract was definitely wrong and potentially breaking labor laws, which don't worry, I actually emailed them back and saying, thank you for the opportunity. Our values definitely do not align. And just letting you know, my lawyer expressed concern that this contract might be breaking labor laws here in California. You might want to have your legal team look over it. And I hope, I really, really hope that the podcast manager that they hired does not have the same contract because that will be detrimental to their growth, both professionally and financially. But this experience not only taught me to advocate for myself, as I said, this experience taught me that AS Media has to be sustainably and socially responsible. And it has taught me that when the moment comes for me to grow AS Media and to grow and have a team, that this type of contracts are not going to be used. As someone who has worked in Mexico and here in the US, I've known firsthand of being underpaid. As my first job in Mexico City as a working in a media company as well as working here in the US, I remember that my first job was was completely underpaid. It was just oh awful. So as someone who has lived through the experience of being underpaid, of being given breadcrumbs in their career, in their professional growth, and asking for what I deserve as someone who is growing in their professional life, I know that I do not want that for AS Media. I do not want that for my future team or for any future employee contractor that will join me in this important journey of amplifying our voices. Because it's not just about changing the world to our audience or customers, but it's also about changing in a positive way the lives of the employees, contractors, the team that is working for you to create this change. If you're not doing that, then you're just part of the problem. And this platform, this business is part of the problem. Going through that experience, it gave me the example of what not to do and how I need to grow AES Media. And if I hadn't learned this lesson from you and from my guests, I wouldn't have been able to apply it in this experience. I, Like I said, maybe I would have been blinded by the exposure that this job would have given me of the salary that it had offered me in the very beginning. And I know that comes from a privileged place of saying no to this, but it would have been detrimental to my professional growth, to my financial growth and to Aegis Media. So I'm thankful that I was able to avoid it, that I was able to advocate for myself, that I was able to ask for help and to lean into my support system and speak up and ask for what I deserve. Because while we talk about this on the podcast and moving forward, I know that this experience has taught me many great lessons of how to grow Aegis Media and how to grow this platform and how to grow our comunidad. 
and how to advocate for you and for myself. And I'm grateful that I went through that. And it has not deterred me in still looking for a job and being prepared for these upcoming changes that I promise I will share very soon because I know that this is just one experience. This is just one company that is part of the problem, but not all of them are, right? And I'm confident in the work that we're doing and I would not sacrifice that for anything in the world. And I know and this might not sound like very positive, but it has given me the necessary light to grow Aegis Media. And it's scary to share this, but it's necessary. And it's necessary with you because this is part of our journey. This is part of my journey of amplifying Latina voices. This definitely reassured me in looking out for that next contract and seeing and hoping that it won't be detrimental to my growth or the growth of Vegas Media. And with that, I also realized that I'm confident in the skills that I have and the expertise that I have as well and, and to continue growing Vegas Media. So to close this anniversary episode, some great moments are going to happen with AES Media and myself. As I've shared before, I think it was in the second year anniversary episode, I said that I wanted to share my knowledge. And I'm proud to say that I will be doing my first in-person conference at this year's PodFest. And I'm excited, I'm elated, because this is just the beginning of this new chapter for my life and for AES Media and for our comunidad. And I know that more opportunities like this will come and I'm just grateful for you. I'm grateful for the trust because the trust that you have in me, I've been able to be open about this experience with you. And it's scary. It's scary to share this, but I think it's necessary. And I'm also excited. I'm also excited for the next chapter in my life, the next chapter in Aegis Media and for the podcast. And speaking about the podcast and to continuing this growth, I do want to ask for your support. I currently applied for a podcast application, sponsorship money, and in order to boost my application and to win the sponsorship money, I need your support in writing me a love letter. And if you go to the link in the show notes of the podcast love letter, and by you writing a love letter to me, sharing why you love me as the host of AES, the important work that I'm doing, how the podcast has changed your life, and by verifying your email, you can help me boost my application and win this sponsorship money. The other side of the coin of advocating myself is going after these opportunities of saying yes and, and sharing what we're doing and not being scared of the no's. And being excited of experiences and learning and growing from them. With this sponsorship money, I will be able to up-level and grow AES by covering the hosting cost of the podcast, of up-leveling and upgrading my equipment and software, and creating new ways to connect with you. I'm hoping to do an upcoming meeting with you the listeners and we can talk about our experiences and challenges and how we overcame them in our professional lives and maybe talk about these moments of speaking up of just sharing tips and advice to us and 
making it more direct, not just me sharing the stories, but I I want to hear from you and have us be together and, and share these tips. So that is one way that I want to grow the podcast as well. And I'm excited for it. And as for our store, that is something that will be growing. I'm going to be adding more digital products to help you start your podcasting journey as well as our stickers because I know that is something that you've been waiting for and I'm in the process of having our stickers in our store so thank you for being patient with me that is going to come this year I promise you and I want to say gracias again because your support has helped us in many ways it helped us be recognized by Apple Podcasts and their Unidos Somos Uno collection our 50th episode with Daniel Ortega was recognized in their Emerging Creatives playlist at number five and we are the best third latino podcast so that is the result of your support that is the result of these conversations you sharing about every episodes with your amigas familia and colleagues that is the result of the professionalism the quality the love that we give in every episode and i want to continue that and i want to continue that promise to you and to myself and to our comunidad that we have to be socially responsible and we have to grow this platform if we want actual change to not only provide that change to you, but to the future team of AS Media. So muchísimas gracias again for everything. Let me know how the podcast has changed your life through the love letter. That would mean the world. And I will keep you updated if we win. And muchísimas gracias again. Thank you for listening and we'll be back in two weeks for another inspiring conversation with an empowering Latina who is living their professional dreams, opening the doors for the next Latinx generation and creating a positive impact in our comunidades. Adios! If you are ready to amplify your empowering voice to your comunidad, sign up for a podcast launch checklist, the free blueprint with everything you need to do to launch your podcast. Download or print your free copy by heading over to as-media.com slash amplify. That's as-media.com slash amplify to start and launch your podcast. AS is an AS Media production, created, hosted, and executive produced by me, Brenda Hernandez Jaimes. Our logo and podcast cover art was designed by Jennifer Cepeda. And thank you to Shiro, who created the podcast theme song, Sunken Streets. You can download this track on freemusicarchive.org or listen to him on Spotify, YouTube, or follow him on Instagram. This is AS Media.